0: Hi all, welcome back to another episode of uh, Ask Nutrition is Deepa podcast. Um, thank you for joining. Hope everybody is doing well uh, at home. I am back with a guest today who was uh, who came in as my patient a few years ago with inflammation, didn't believe in the diet about inflammation, but ended up following the advice anyways and uh, almost... Uh, cured her condition and then went on to write a cookbook and gardening book about uh, inf- inflammation. So I want to welcome Shana Coronado in today's episode. So stay tuned. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of uh, Ask Nutrition is Deepa. I am Nutrition is and. Uh the today's episode is going to be interesting and it kind of triggered a fire in my brain when I, were, I came across an article that said broccoli microgreens would require 160 to 236 times less water when it takes that it takes to grow to a nutritionally equivalent amount of mature broccoli in the fields. Uh, of California's Central Valley, mm-hmm. so in 93 to 95 percent less time, without the need for fertilizer, pesticides, and energy-demanding transport, farm to table, growing microgreens is the most optimal solution for for uh, for humans right now. And that that little article, uh, as I said, prompted me to call my dear friend, and uh, a successful author, blogger, photographer, media host, Shana Coronado. Okay. Hey, we are such good friends. She's famous. And and
1: we have been through it together because Deepa is also my nutritionist, and she changed my life, changed my life from the very beginning of me being ill. When I first went in to see Deepa, I had uh, the... I could barely walk I was hunched over I was in horrible pain and i was walk I was literally walking on the track sobbing and I remembered deep I called deep i said my god my god and i'm crying and she canceled all her appointments for me for that day I came in and she changed my life oh so my i I love you, Deepa. I do, and so thank you for contacting me because those statistics that you gave are absolutely correct. And in fact, I want to add even more stats on: if you have a eat a microgreen, it can be anywhere between four to forty times the nutritional density of a full-grown plant. So, four to forty times. Times, yes. So we're talking this huge difference in consuming a little tiny microgreen as compared to growing and consuming a giant broccoli. So when you're talking about nutritional density, microgreens, sprouts, uh, pea sprouts, all of that, that is powerful stuff there. And even if you only snipped a few, right? And put that on your plate as a decoration, not even as the primary course, you're getting
0: way more bang for your book. That that is amazing. That just shows how far removed we are from nature. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally nature has all this stuff for us. We just got away from it and uh, we are learning here.
1: Yes, exactly. The time
0: has come.
1: Well, exactly. And even back in the day, like I was raised in Indiana on a farm and my grandparents all had gardens. So I always knew that vegetables were, you know, a part, an important part of, you know, eating every day, that sort of thing. But I never understood until just recently how important the tiny little plants are that mm-hmm. just condensed into there. So we, I want to, as a part of all the initiatives that are happening lately, but especially because of the COVID-19 and Corona. Virus crisis, I want to teach more people how to grow microgreens, uh, sprouts, and things that ha- are little but easy to grow and are packed with power.
0: Ab- ab- absolutely. And uh, the other thing that I was uh, noticing about, you know, gardening, gardening and sprouts and, you know, it uh, right now things look very uh uneasy right we don't know what future holds for us there's so much unpredictability and these little sprouts i mean i have some sprouts growing in my kitchen right now and these are radish they are radish oh, they're sprouts. so cute <laughs> they're very cute so they are radish sprouts but uh, just seeing them evolve gives you hope like you yeah. know, something to look forward to. I mean, I have grown them zillion times now, but every time I open my cabinet to see where they are, it just—it just gives me something to do. It takes my <laughs> mind away. It gives me hope that things there's life, and I it's know true. we all are going to survive, and and you know, nature will take its course uh, to recover us. But that is another thing about gardening or sprouts and all that stuff it gives you hope it adds color to your life it adds color to your food um so that being said shauna give us your advice well, i, I agree with you, you. yes yes i agree with you
1: and that it's it's therapeutic I, that's the word we want to use Absolutely. it's not just nutritionally important it's also therapeutic and i want to give an example of that before we start talking more about how to grow this is, uh, I, I have it outside. I'm in Arizona right now, so I can grow things outside with no problem. And it smells. And I cried
0: when she moved there. Oh, oh I know.
1: I missed you. But anyway, the, the smell of a fresh herb. So this is rosemary. But if you can grow inside your house herbs that have a delicious scent. So yeah, yeah. You're contributing to flavor to your meals with the herbs. I get that. But it's also about that smell that's connected with invigoration and therapy and making you feel better. So I highly recommend besides the things we're going to talk about today, I really recommend growing herbs inside uh, so that your whole house smells wonderful and gives you a little bit of happiness.
0: For sure. Right now, it's all about finding joy and happiness in small things. It is indeed. So I want to show you kind of how I organize my
1: home. Let's see. First, I I have this thing. It's called the seed keeper. You don't need to order this, but the seed keeper, uh, I think it's the seedkeepercompany.com is where you can get this. Um, it organizes my seeds. So they send out this little organizer and you can see that I have all of these seeds in here that I prepare and I, I love that, it's kind of cool. And so I get my little seed keeper and I pull out the seeds that will be beneficial. And the seeds that I'm gonna show you right now, and I hope that you can see this okay, this is a seed sprout thing. So. Instead of you having to order like random lettuce seeds or whatever you can actually this is Botanical Interest You can go to botanicalinterest.com and you can order sprouts Yeah, and they also have uh, they tell they give you instructions on how to do it back here but I also have This amazing thing that I've got from them called a seed sprouter. Okay, Okay, so the seed sprouter, you put the seeds in here, you follow the directions, and you put it where there's a window or a little bit of light, and the seeds do their thing. Now, the difficulty with sprouts is that sprouts need to have refreshed water regularly. If they don't have refreshed water, um, then they can grow bacteria and that sort of thing. So the only the re, that's why sometimes you'll see sprouts are pulled from the grocery store, or they won't it sprouts up because they can't keep them fresh uh, without bacteria and and other issues growing on them so you can do this really easy at home yourself you refresh the water regularly it keeps the bacteria away and it grows the sprouts and it's really easy to do i mean super super easy now the other thing that i have is i have two things i mean this is a pea shoots yeah pea shoots are particularly important. Uh, They're one of those things that has super nutritionally dense numbers, okay? So um, when, uh, like, I don't remember going to a restaurant and having someone serve me pea shoots, and yet this added to your salad has way more nutritional density than you know a, a leaf of lettuce. So being able to grow, so you can go online and search pea shoots. Um, mm-hmm. Again, this particular company is Botanical Interests okay. and you can order them online. And I suggest you order now, because from what I understand, people are going crazy and ordering seeds right now. So you must, so they're hoarding seeds, it's very important. And then this, is a, a box or a bag of microgreens mm-hmm. now microgreens versus regular lettuce you can get regular regular lettuce seeds you grow them up about that high you trim them off they're microgreens too you know mm-hmm. this is specifically labeled microgreens and i want to show you what i have to grow them in so mm-hmm. that you can get an idea this is this giant thing here is a microgreen growing kit Hello. Okay. it's a microgreen growing kit and um what it has let's see if there's a picture on the back so you can so i don't have to open it up but that's what's inside it's just a plastic container and and there's a little soil in the, there for seed starting and you can get started growing but the reality is is if you don't con- if you don't contact botanical interests You can look anywhere for a microgreen growing kit or you can go to your local big box store and you can get seed starting the plastic bins yourselves that's inside here. And you can use your imagination, put it all together yourself without having a kit. And here's... Here's my guide on that, because I'm not going to give you A A to Z instructions that it take forever to tell you all the little details. Instead, um, you can go online and look up seed starting almost anywhere and mm-hmm. find really smart tips for seed starting. The thing about seed starting and, and starting seeds, the number one thing I can recommend to you is, some people who are hacks say that you have to have fertilizer and all that to start seeds. You do not. I know how you start seeds, which is you put a paper towel out and then yeah. you put the seeds in, you moisten the paper towel. Yeah. You don't even have soil or anything. No, and and I don't you let have it grow soil. in there and you, you grow your seeds that way. Yeah. Um, I, that, yeah, that is super easy. You can absolutely do that. But uh, you don't need fertilizer, you don't need it, you don't need fertilizer until you put the plants in the regular pot, like like my pot for my rosemary here, yeah. or you put the plants in a container where you're actually going to be producing real lettuce, and the microgreens are real lettuce. So you mm. start the seeds, and then you, no fertilizer needed, transfer it to soil, make sure the soil is fertile, and it gives plenty of light, and there you go. Now, I have in-home light, you know
0: what I have? Hold on one second.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm not leaving you, I have it over here.
0: No, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to uh, inject here. something in between while, okay, here she comes. Okay, here I am. All right. So I wanna,
1: show you, I wanna show you what I got. I went hmm. to my local super center, hmm. not mentioning any na- names here, okay. but you know, local super center, yes. and um, I wanted to find some lights that would be something anyone in an apartment, in a trailer, mm. in a, any condo could grow. These things we're talking about inside their home. Mm. And this is what I found, and I'm gonna get close to the thing. Wow. So, Slim, so they're 18 cab- Yeah, under cabinet feet.
0: lights. They're yeah. just
1: under the cabinet lights. They can be growing lights, and I'm gonna, here, let's put the bottom up so you can see here. Um, mm. They are, it says, hold on can you read the numbers it says 1200 lumens okay. on this one and this says 925 lumens but what we're really looking at see where it says daylight 5000 yeah when you have a daylight spectrum okay are easy it's easier to grow that your vegetables but the thing is these lights are not going to produce giant fruits like tomatoes and zucchinis mm. and you can't really grow that inside because of the size anyway but also it's not enough power for those types mm. of plants it's perfect for greens and sprouts microgreens baby greens all of that this is perfect for now i want to give you a tip about this because mm-hmm. so many people put it they'll put it on a cabinet and put their lights like this Hmm. But to seed start, you need to have the light about two inches from the top of the seed. So if my seeds are here, the light needs to be dropped down on top of it. And you can do that. What are those straps that feed back do? I mean, you can just wrap a strap around oh. or something like that and hang it down lower so that yeah. it's right on top of your seeds. And um, it requires, seeds typically require 15 to 16 hours of, of this type of light every day. So people think it's just eight hours. No, no, you need like most people, I leave mine on all night, you know, all Mm -hmm. night and into the day. And Mm -hmm. then the next tip I give you is once they develop the, the greenery, the seedlings, then they only need about 12 hours of light. So once you get the greenery up, you're good to go, um, you can 12 hours, you still keep it about two to three inches above the plant and you can grow so many things inside. Uh, it's just, it's mind boggling that we haven't done this before, but with so many people in self-isolation, they need to grow inside because they don't have a yard or a garden. And in parts of our country, it's still really cold out. And what is today? Today's April 3rd. So planting in uh, zone 5, 6 where Chicago is doesn't even start until Mother's Day. So it's a whole six weeks away. That's so true. Getting some lights getting putting this in front of a sunny window or on your bookshelves or whatever with some lights on it Mm. it's all it takes but imagine this space and this space so less than two square feet here you know less than two square feet
0: we can grow thousands of microgreens that is amazing that's like eating Almost fifteen to thirty to like twenty to thirty pounds of broccoli. Oh yeah! Or, and what you do is vegetable. you get one batch started. Yeah. You trim part of that off. It some
1: of the microgreens grow back, so you trim off the top. They'll just keep growing again. You trim off yeah. the top. They'll keep growing again. And mm-hmm. if you want to replant you do half of the container at a time and the other half you keep growing and then you replant, then you have successive plants coming up so that you're feeding your family successively. Wow. You know, that's like big potential for nutrition. So even if you're eating out of boxes, because a lot of people are and I and I'm worried about that because as my own anti-inflammatory diet, you know, boxes are the death of us. We don't want cans in a box. But when you're talking about uh, ration food which is what we might end up doing in a few months yeah. if, if we're not getting enough fresh veg. this is a smart plan to add absolutely some fresh nutritional content
0: and you know what this situation uh, should teach us a lot it should teach us a lot about uh, food wastage the amount of food that go that is being wasted is humongous in united states i mean we have hungry people and then we see this this wastage you know uh, even right now so, supermarkets do have a lot of uh, produce i was at walmart just two days ago and the produce section was full but nobody I is know. in the produce section everybody's is no. <laughs> buying uh pure all uh, the tomato sauce be- and the toilet, toilet paper stuff. yeah exactly and i'm like guys we first need to survive to use the toilet paper yeah yeah, I do. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> yeah it's just it's
1: crazy. crazy i know i i i'm laughing it's not funny people but it is funny because they they have their uh their priorities a little wrong and one of the things that i talk about too so you get your your microgreens your sprouts your things like that growing and then when you go to the grocery store concentrate i this is besides nutritionally dense things i want people to also concentrate on fats healthy fats because if you're reducing the size of your plate because you're trying to spread out your food you're trying to conserve uh fats make you feel full yes. so fats are avocados and olives and
0: uh, seeds. What else? Seeds.
1: seeds yes oh my gosh well, let's keep talk- Lewis, I have to, okay, so I have this husband, Lewis, and he's this big guy who didn't want to eat right for many years. And I have diabetes and he's eating right, thanks to you and your help. And it's all good. But there was a sale at Costco right before all this started on chia seeds. Yeah. Now I have every single morning for my breakfast, I have a, like a, a cup or so of chia seeds with blueberries. That's yeah. my breakfast. And so it's a non-meat You know, so if you're a vegan, great, you know, chia seeds work, but I do it with almond milk and it's just almond milk and chia seeds, shake it up. And there's, there's my thing. I don't add any sweetener or nothing. Yeah. So the sale at Costco, (laughs) he came home with eight like giant pounds of chia seeds. (laughs) I I walk in my kitchen. I'm like, what are you, what is going on? He's like, they're on sale and you eat them all the time. And so
0: Now I have to get him to eat them, but no, then, <laughs> we're getting closer. Then I, I, let me ask you a question. You know, the chia pets are obviously the chia seed-based chia pets, right? Yes, now yes. chia is high in uh, healthy fats and omegas and all that stuff. So do you think growing chia sprouts may be giving us... Who knows maybe I don't know enough
1: about the nutritional content of the sprouted chia seed, nor do I know like, can I go, can I use one of my pounds of chia seed that I have, and uh, they're all in my pantry just waiting for me to eat them. Uh, Can I use one of those to grow? Yeah. I mean, I can experiment and give that a try. And, and, and by the way, I am experimenting. I'm partnering with a company called Hydrofarm and Mm -hmm. Hydrofarm normally grows cannabis and that sort of thing. That's, they provide hydro sort of products. And I sent them an out and said, listen, I want to teach people how to grow inside. They're like, we're sending you everything. So I'm going to be having these large towers to grow inside. So I'll be able to experiment with GSD, yeah. with all these different things that I, I haven't normally grown. Yeah. And I'm going to teach people how to do it at home so they can have a choice. Do I do microgreens? Do I grow sprouts? What is it that That's I grow? Well, we'll figure this out together. And uh, the other problem that some people have is, okay, they are literally like in New York City, locked inside their homes. They, they are struggling to go to the grocery, to do the, it's like in, in Italy, how it was there, you know, lockdown. So it, having a, a dependency on ordering online and having things, so it's so important. I mean, back in the 1800s, when there was all kinds of scourges and diseases and everything, we could, they could have never dreamed that we could survive by the mailman but we we might i'm very grateful for the ups guy and our fedex guy because he's been delivering us things that we love and need
0: and mm. thank
1: goodness you know oh, for and,
0: sure.
1: well my biggest concern i told you before we started this chat was this morning they, they posted up the news that more than uh, 10 million people are unemployed i know that's a concern for me because every you know like politicians are like oh it'll bounce back yeah that's baloney not everyone is going to get their yeah. job back and with that in mind if if they're not able to pay rent that's disastrous but if they can pay rent that's good but can they pay for food food and if they can't a seed is these seeds are a lot cheaper than buying a a head of broccoli you can buy one head of broccoli or you can buy a packet of seeds and when you compare that price and you think that the seeds could then be stretched out over a longer period of time and you could do that thing where i told you where you Mm -hmm. let it grow you chop off the top and then you let it grow again you chop off the top you can get a whole lot of value for one packet of seeds if you play it smart like that
0: Absolutely. Because my worry from dietitian, public health dietitian's perspective is people are going to go through financial hardships. And unfortunately, the unhealthy food is the cheapest and people are going to spend if they don't know if they're not educated about growing their own food how easy it is and unless we make those tools available to them they are going to go after the cheap food which in long term is going to cause epidemic or pandemic of uh, chronic disease conditions which we are already halfway there agreed i think that you know pop tarts are not
1: the answer and yes. I, I, you know, trying to tell people, like, everybody's like, oh, I went out and got the donuts for our for our self-isolation. I'm like, my yeah. God, people, don't do that. I mean, because the more sugar and, and crap that they're consuming means that the more long-term issues that they're going to have while staying at home. Not only that, but I, I like to compare sugar. Too much sugar, uh, and I'm a sugar addict by the way. I you know, I, I no longer have sugar in my diet, but it, because I'm totally addicted, I love everything sugary. Yeah. But the thing is is that when I eat sugar right here, I can eat a giant pile of food over here and have the same amount of energy and eat a little bit of the sugar over here, it actually almost stamps out that good side because I burn through the sugar, I'm moody And then I feel like crap the next day. I I don't see that as beneficial. So I really want people to, when they're going to the grocery store, to to buy basics that are smart basics. Or even ordering
0: it. Or ordering it. Yes,
1: whatever they do. I want basics. Basics that can also add flavor to your food. Uh, Having olive oil and uh, picking up. When you go to the produce section and no one's standing there, grab some lemon. A li- little lemon zest in your salad tastes amazing yes. and it's so good. And if I, I just, it changes the face of a boring uh, stash of food at home that you're stuck with because of this whole horrible incident. But the first yes, step yes. is I'd love to get people growing.
0: Absolutely. And so, Shauna, that mm-hmm. takes me to the, to the next topic. Can you show them your book? Since we are oh, talking yes. about flavor,
1: so uh, guys, yes. Shauna has uh,
0: eight, eight. Uh, eight, eight books. It's crazy. Perfect. That's <laughs> amazing. Because when I met Shauna, I don't know, she probably had three. Guys, yes. this is a very. I'm quickly going to tell a funny story. So first time we met Shauna, it was because of her husband Louis, Lou, uh, which I absolutely love him as a patient, um, and. She did not believe in anything I was saying. I believe nothing. I, saying, I thought you were just full of baloney. Correct. Really she said, who believes? In, there's no, no such thing as uh, inflammation. You, you can't tell me diet coke is bad for me. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, I kept doing my thing. And, you know, um, and then. You never gave up. You never gave I up I never gave up. And then that phone call came and I told her, calm down. Because remember, Shauna was, is a gardener. So you can imagine being diagnosed with 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 arthritis type of condition where you know joints are aching and pain and painful. The, her professional career could have come to come to an, halt. an end. And uh, and uh, but Shauna is a fighter. You know she she worked through things and we worked together and she wrote a book, Anti-inflammatory Garden so i'm going yes. to show that book to book to you guys as well so i have the wellness garden well, oh, great. Yeah. So the
1: wellness garden is the, the, was the first book that I wrote related to inflammation and how to reduce it. So my osteoarthritis is spinal, so there's no cure for this. So I really had to take my own initiative to find a way to get back out in the garden and, uh, and also eat well in order to reduce my pain without medications. And so that's you, what you had there, the wellness garden is the yes. first step to that. It teaches about some basic gardening techniques, but it also teaches how you can grow elevated. So it, you can grow a living wall, you can grow an elevated bed, and I have all kinds of information. And in the back of the book, I have resources, so you can go and find all this stuff if you want to order it online. But then, the next level of this was I, you know, for the, since 2015, 2015 was when I called you that day crying. And since 2015, I've been on the diet that you recommended for me, which is essentially no grain, no dairy, low sugar. I can sometimes drop in some rice. I can yes. sometimes drop in some like kind of gluten-free
0: things occasionally. I think your prevention. tolerance has improved for grains compared to, or even lentils and beans where we started.
1: Yes, and now I'm
0: doing lentils
1: once yes. in a while, and I do, and but mostly like I have, a, Last night I had a snack. I had almond flour crackers hmm. and avocado. That sounds yeah. weird. Tasted delicious, you know. So I, I do different things than I used to in my diet, but uh, the result has been quite successful. So I wrote another book and this one is called Stacked with Flavor, an anti-inflammatory cookbook with dairy-free, grain-free, and low sugar recipes. The first part of the book is the food plan that Deepa taught me. And it is, it's really based on you, Deepa, but but it has my personal, here's what I do. uh, And here's what I suffered through to get to the healthy place I wanted to get. You can order this online on Amazon and and the Wellness Garden. But right now, Ogden Publishing, which is Mother Earth News, so you can go to the Mother Earth News store and look me up. They're giving people 20% off the cookbook in order to try to help people you know they still have to ship it out and all that i get that but they're giving a discount right now in order to get more people uh, you know eating well and that's a it's anything as a help
0: absolutely and guys i also want to point out that shauna also travels a lot Mm -hmm. you know she she's a speaker so right now obviously the schedule is on hold but she she has managed to maintain this lifestyle through her traveling schedule uh, you know, I'm sure she packs her foods and takes it as much as, uh, as many times as she can. But again, micro greens type of stuff, even if she packs a small little baggie, that's like eating a big bowl of salad. So yes. that's the beauty of this micro greens, you know? So when you are, when we start going back to our normal routines of going out, packing school lunches or or uh you know lunches for the office or dinners or what have you having these microgreens at hand is going to take us long take us long way agreed really? totally agreed it's a smart stretches. way to grow smart and i want grow. people to
1: come out to my website seanacornado.com over the next couple weeks because i'm going to be setting up online classes that are free for gardening and also for food preparation so that you can extend your foods longer. And um, the the whole idea is to help people in this crisis do better for their families. And uh, then the next level of that is if you stick with me, you know, and join my newsletter, let's say, in the next couple of months, I'll be also teaching all these inside growing techniques. And the advantage of right now, it's heading into the hot season in Arizona. So, I can't even grow a garden in July outside because of the heat. Fine, I'll grow it inside and I'll teach people anyway. So, there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. And we are going to have links to Shauna's resources in, in the podcast notes as well as in the YouTube notes. But again, I want to take this opportunity to thank Shauna for, oh. for uh, really taking, turning the lemons into lemonade here without yes. sugar. And she took her pain. <laughs> and turned it into, into this, uh, you know, uh, these very uh, life-saving books and tips and everything of, on gardening and flavoring, which is helping hundreds of people out there. So I I really appreciate her grit, her her perseverance and her effort. And I wish her the best. I wish all of uh-huh. you the best. And uh, happy eating, grow your greens, eat your greens. And, and make uh, a difference, help other make people. Make a difference, yeah. And but before, I for, before we forget, we talked about it briefly, Shona. This is going to be a life lesson for kids. Who? Awesome. So this is going to be so awesome for them to start how to grow microgreens. You know, because remember, guys, most of our farmers are retiring at, at a retired age right now. I work with another friend of mine and she works with farmers and she said, unless we stimulate millennials to go and take farming as their professional careers, we may not even have farms.
1: It's important. So So important. important. Growing is
0: our future
1: without a doubt.
0: You said it so right. And on that note, uh, happy growing and uh, talk to you all soon. All right. Be well. Be well. Thank you. So today's episode is done, but if you want me to answer any of your question in my next episode of the podcast, then you can... Uh, email me at deepa@nutritionisdeepa.com, at or you can call and leave us a message at 630-839-9296 or you can contact me through twitter instagram and facebook at nutritionisdeepa. Uh, i thank you for listening and i hope to stay in touch